developed into an Alfred Hitchcock movie on testosterone, and she wasn't about to become bird food. She stuffed the camera into the bag at her hip. Tramping over the loamy, leaf-covered forest floor, she stumbled on a fallen log and caught her hands against a wide tree trunk frosted with moss. While normally she'd inhale the sense of nature, all she could smell was her anxiety. One of the birds lunged toward the man in front of her, and he shot it with some kind of arrow from a small device that looked like a pistol, yet it hadn't made a sound when it had fired. Like a small crossbow? Who was that guy? And what fairy tale chase had she fallen into? Robin Hood had always been her favorite. Even the Disney cartoon Fox version of the hero held an appeal. Carefully, she crept closer to him and witnessed him take out another of the harpies with the arrow-shooting pistol. When the final harpy swooped over her head, she ducked and loosed a necessary scream. Stay there, low. Clasping her hands over her head, she followed directions, cowering against the base of an oak tree's gnarly roots. Heartbeats racing, she was suddenly thankful that if attack by crazy birds was her fate, at least she had some kind of rescuing hero who wielded a worthy weapon on her side. So she would trust him, because right now he offered her best hope. She observed him watching the circling bird, lean and tall, his biceps and pecs flexed beneath the gray t-shirt as he tracked the remaining creature with the hand-sized crossbow. His footing shore, he turned at the hips, a graceful predator. Aiming one eye closed, a twitch of his finger released the trigger. The bird screeched and dropped out of the sky, its wings snagging the leaves and landing right beside Kizzy, She swore and scrambled over a tree root and toward the man, but then she stopped. She had no reason to be afraid of a dead creature. And holy Hannah, it was a creature. She pulled the camera out of the bag and, oh no, he slipped his hand into one of hers. No time, more could be coming. I made clean shots straight through the hearts. They'll dissipate to feathers in minutes. No worry of cleanup, thank the gods. My truck is this way. She followed him, regretting only that she hadn't time to snap a photo, but thinking that she had tons of questions that he would answer before she let him get away. Maybe the urge to flee from him was also strong. At the forest's edge, which was about two city blocks away from town, he paused and searched the sky. But a few streaks of pink and gold lingered from the setting sun. All clear. Come on. With her hand still in his, he raced across the grassy lawn toward the curb where a black Ford truck was parked. I can get home on my own, she said, her voice wobbling, as his pace did not let up until he'd reached the vehicle. But really? She'd head back into the forest first with hope of getting a picture before the creatures turned to a heap of feathers. Absolutely not. Controlling much? So she'd forego the questions. A sudden nervousness urged her to run from him. Forget about the awesome creatures lying dead in the forest. This man might be the one she should fear the most. When he opened the passenger door and waited for her to get in, Kizzy took a moment to really gaze at his face. Wide-set blue eyes didn't look at her so much as keep her in peripheral view as he scanned the sky. A thick beard hugged his square jaw, and an equally dark mustache stretched down to the beard. He still wore the hat. How he'd not lost it while racing through the forest was beyond her. 
The whole outfit gave him an Indiana Jones vibe. With a paranormal bent? He knew about those harpies, had come armed to take them out. She'd be a fool to run off without questioning him. Who are you? she asked. Or maybe the better question should be, what are you? Braun Everhart, he said, his attention averting to the sky. There's more. She looked over her shoulder in the direction he pointed. Holy Hannah, there were more. Flying toward them. She gripped the camera. Why are they after us? I was tracking. He shoved her at the shoulder. Get in. I'll explain as we drive. I want to lure them away from the town. And if they continue to follow the truck, then I'll know it's you they're after. She hadn't a chance to protest that maybe it was him they wanted. But Kizzy didn't need a shove to get inside the truck. Stand her ground and refuse the crazy man's assistance? Or get inside the vehicle where she had a metal...